Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back this week with some stories about the voluntary OTAs. Yeah, that's right. That's the biggest storyline of the offseason right now is voluntary <laughs> um, training activities <laughs> in the offseason. Really exciting stuff. Um, but there are some storylines developing, especially in the offensive line, maybe at running back. Um, anyways, Coach Patricia using some new tools <laughs> well, that we'll mention here in the pod as well. Um, we'll also talk some Patrick Peterson, um, a little bit of Calvin Johnson. So we got, we got some stuff to talk about. And then finally, at the end of the podcast, if you want to keep listening past, uh, we have a new surprise segment. It's not necessarily Detroit Lions related, but it is the off season, so we want to just spice it up a little bit. We want to thank everybody for listening. If you like what you hear, please leave a review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, we love our listeners. We certainly do. So thank you for listening, and here's the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast, where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rug Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z, to talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. All right, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back this week, um, and joining us on the line, we got the whole crew here. We got Connor, we got Rud Dog, we got UJ, and yo. we got Bob. Hey. Yo. Hey. What up, what up? All right, so crew is here, and we're ready to talk um, to some Detroit Lions and some exciting off-season action that we hey, got Big Z, on. Big Z. I want to just jump in, because... I know before you really, you know, go on track with where, where the rest of this is going, there is one important thing that I think most people haven't noticed, and that's that Tavai has my number. He's going to be 51, which means he's going to be the best linebacker ever wore a Lions uniform. So I just felt like that was really important. So sorry, carry on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. I, I was cr- expe- crickets? What did I hear? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, well, well, I, right. I hope he lives up to the the standards that you are now setting for uh, his career. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's got my number. <laughs> um, so, nonetheless, uh, the, the big news going on, I guess, in Detroit Lions world uh, is OTAs have started this week. I mean, this is the type of news that you get excited about this time of year is uh, OTAs. And I, I'm just curious if you guys have, uh, you know, we're not able to be there, but if you've uh, read anything interesting that kind of jumped out to you about – there's one there's one specific thing that jumped out to me, at least, but I wanted to see if uh, – right. well, uh, My so, thing was oh, – oh, go ahead. I was going to say they're moving uh, – they're experimenting with different offensive line combinations. Which was yeah. kind of interesting. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was um, thinking. We so all think the same um, thing. <laughs> in the most recent OTA practice, I believe from the left to the right, it was Taylor Decker, Kenny Wiggins, the left guard, center, Frank Ragnow, right guard, Graham Glasgow, and then uh, right tackle, Bobby Wagner. Did, 
I mean, they're just experimenting here. Obviously, I mean, they can. They're, it's just practice. But do you expect the Lions to try this out going forward, or is this just a, simply an experiment? Well, I, I think, think Rag now is probably a, the best center they got. Uh, but I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. But uh, I, I can see him trying this as a long-term experiment. Hopefully see not Wiggins at left guard, though. <laughs> I, want to, I want to upgrade. Beginning of this new – offensive scheme so I think they're just doing a lot of feeling around right now and I think the OC is just getting a few that's, that's what I got it from it I don't know but I think he's just talent and where he wants to use his guy he has no choice I he just, has to figure out what works best because we don't have the same players we had last year with like TJ Lane coming in and stuff so they need yeah, to kind of that's what I'm saying Distribute strength the best across the board. Yeah. And weaknesses as well. And let's remember, and I, too, and this I know is we, like the first couple of days of OTAs. I mean, come on. I mean nothing right. set in stone yet. <laughs> we might have we may have a whole different offensive line to start the season for all we know. Uh, yeah. I still want to see them experiment <laughs> with Tyrell Crosby on the inside. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen that yet. Unless you, unless you guys have read something about that, but I have not. Seen I have that not. That's something that we, I have not know. seen anything about him playing there. No, no. Other yeah, than that, did mention him once, like way earlier in the offseason, about him maybe getting reps at right guard or something like that. But that was like not recent. No, not at all. Um, so um, beyond the the shakeup at offensive line, um, there's a lot of notables not even at OTAs, like Darius Slay and Snacks. Uh, they're they're apparently both eyeing new contracts. Did you guys know Darius Slay is the twelfth highest paid cornerback in the league? The Lions got a good contract. I saw that tweet. Uh, it he better not like hold the... out, man. I'm telling you. No, I I I think he wants it. Well, of course he... he wants it. They all always want it. No, I mean I think he wants the ring. Oh yeah, I I I personally wouldn't see him holding out either. Uh, because it's still a lot of money he would uh, stand to lose if he held out. And, and he's under contract for, what, two more years still? Two two more years, I have, yeah. I trust he's going to make the right decision to keep keep his ascension coming on. He could be one of the all-time greats if he get, keeps putting his mind to it. Yeah, uh, Slay I agree. and Snacks both, both have the same agent, too, so they're playing the same game together. Uh, I was not aware of that, that, actually. That's fantastic. Yes. Drew Rosenhaus. ballet. Hmm. Um, also, not much action in uh, OTAs. Zach Center uh, wasn't in attendance. Trey Flowers, Justin Coleman, Austin Bryant, and Nick Bodden, uh, last year's seventh-round fullback, also not participating hmm. um, in the practice. But we'll we'll see him out there soon enough. I mean, this is voluntary OTA, so it's not mandatory yet. Well, it seems a little uh, risque for Zenner, depending on what the actual issue is. Like, right, well, he's probably got some. Be- uh, He's probably writing a medical research paper in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, he's, the way he's been treated in the past on this roster, he should be trying to be the, everything possible to give him whatever edge he can if he wants to get that job. Yeah. Well, I'll say. Well, well I don't know. Um, was there, even after what's going on with his family. How about Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a – full-on dedication to your career right now. I, I mean, whatever. I'm not making a huge deal out of it or anything, but all I'm saying is for him 
at the bottom of the roster on the bubble, per se, which I, was, I think he's starting off on, just based on past. I could be wrong if they they grown on him more under Patricia. But he hasn't yeah. had a very sure spot for a long time. But you know yeah. who has a sure spot is TJ Hawkinson. And by all reports, he looks uh, very um, – he looks like a first-round draft pick out on the field in terms of athleticism and being able to – catch some tough passes uh, from the ha! <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs a better rallying cry than that. <laughs> Can you just imagine the whole stadium doing that, though? That would be awesome. <laughs> we'll try yeah. to get it going. Okay. Maybe we're I mean, this podcast has a lot of influence on the Lions uh, fandom, so I just don't yep. want, you know, <laughs> for the stadium cleanliness <laughs> to get something going, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was reading something, too, where uh, Stafford apparently uh, is kind of juiced up a little bit now, too, because with the new offense and everything, he's, he's, he's got him uh, – kind of got him juiced up, you know, because he, he's he's excited about it and he, he's pouring into it. You know, he's got a lot to learn and all that. So, it's shaking up, uh, shaking up the way things were, you know. I like that. He says, like – you know, come to practice now, and it's not the same old stuff. You know, I or he knew it by heart. It's all new now, so I think it's going to be good for everybody. You know, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you certainly hope so. And I mean, you would have to think this is Matt Stafford's uh, last offensive coordinator. What? What do you think this is Matt Stafford's last offensive coordinator in Detroit Lions uniform? Like, it's either going. It's either going to work with this guy, or it's. Uh, his last chance offensive coordinator? I don't know if, I don't know if Bevel's going to go 10 years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what, it could go it. either way, good or bad. Like, he could have multiple. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he didn't work out. I don't yeah. know. It's a weird question. But yeah. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. i say it's not a one. But it doesn't necessarily mean that Bevel's not going to work out. Oh, but I, I, I'm still all aboard the bubble train for sure. So I'm really excited to see what he can do, uh, especially with uh, the play action. Because Stafford, and I, and I think we mentioned on the podcast before, is really, really good out of play action. And Darren Bevel, I think, excels at setting up that play action. That's what I'm excited to see, the the combination of the oh, Jeff yeah. Davidson of zone scheme with Darren Bubbles play action, which relies a lot on the zone. Uh, you, you remember a few years ago when we had like the worst running team in the NFL and Stafford was like number one or two in the league. Yeah. Play action. Oh yeah. And play action. I mean, yeah. like yeah, that was weird. Was crazy. So imagine with an actual running game, it's going to be awesome. Oh yeah. No, it, it's really exciting. Yeah. Then actually Galladay and Marvin Jones might finally start getting open. And actually, having tight ends on the team will help too. So, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> run, run blocking tight ends too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they they can do it all. Versatility. How many touchdown yep. catches do you think Hawkinson this year? Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna say six. That's my guess. Um, I think six is a good number. Yeah, six. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm drawn I was gonna say to that five number. Or six, but, but, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Sounds All right. Good. Everybody's aboard. All right. right. I like it. <laughs> and Jesse James. Yeah, is what if he really does get 50, though? Right. Why? Well, always the same, you know? I'm just kind of curious. 
Um, six, six, so six, another six. another notable thing that happened at OTAs, um, everybody's favorite running back besides me, CJ Anderson, uh, went down with an injury, but it does not appear to be serious. But he was down for a little while on the field, uh, but he got up and was able to walk it off. Not that I'm rooting for an injury, but I mean. It would have just helped him uh, try to find a new team sooner because I don't think he's going to stick around. The hate's just flowing. CJ Anderson. Yeah. Oh, your favorite guy. Hey, I hey guy. Yeah. let's go around. How many touchdowns is CJ going to get this year? 12. At least a dozen. I'm going to say 25. <laughs> He'll get two preseason touchdowns. Oh, yeah, he's let's make yeah. it Baker or something. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. And so there's something that really stuck out to me. Uh, offseason, Tease Tabor uh, has been working with Chad Ochocinco, uh, formerly known as Chad Johnson of, from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what to think about that. He's got I, two I, I picks hope, in OTAs what? right now. I mean, working with a guy who was one of the better receivers in the NFL for a while? Can't go wrong. He was a top 10 receiver at one point. Maybe even higher. For a while. He was, like, real Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm yeah. just curious how um, working, out, working out with him in the offseason will go. I, I I don't know him, obviously, personally, Chad Ochocinco. It just seems like it, kind, of a, kind of a wild card. Uh, Didn't he work with some another line player? I, I feel like I heard that before. Who's he? Chad Ochocinco. Uh, I, I, I don't. I have no I've idea. I've never been working with other players before. I feel like he does it with other mentors. But I mean, I'm sure Tease DeBoer is not the first. I just, I just found it really interesting, and I don't know what to, t- I don't know what to think of it. I was just like, oh, it shows dedication to the craft, man. Tease is going to be our starter this year. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see. With, so. with Slay skipping, uh, with Slay and Coleman horse. skipping, yeah, with Slay and skipping, uh, and Coleman skipping OTAs, Rashawn Melvin and Tease Tabor were the number one quarterbacks um, in you, practice. Hey, here's here's a wild theory about Tabor because I think this is a guy who expected to play at a really high level coming out, and because he played at such a high level in college, that now he's got a huge chip on his shoulder and he's going to prove everyone wrong, all the haters wrong. I like it. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of doubters out there, I think. uh, (laughs) Red dog. I'm I'm, 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 one of the. I want to call it a doubter. I'm a very. uh, You're. Yeah, I'm a doubter. I'll say (laughs) firmly again. (laughs) Well, I I mean, for all our six, I hope you're you're right. Hey, do you guys go on the Detroit Lions website? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, this is a good time to go on there because you get a lot of pictures of the OTAs and things like Video. that. You, know? uh, you get more than you do so with the other sites, I think. And then because uh, they got a little little better access, I think. But what's with Patricia running around with this big giant like blue Q-tip thing and like hitting guys with it? It's really weird. <laughs> you ever see that? It's no, like a, that sounds awesome. It's like a big wow. stick with a with a big blue thing on the end. It's and he, and guys are running. He's like hitting them. He's hitting guys as they're running. It's the weirdest thing. Toughing them up. <laughs> I well, did they showed up, which pretty cool. I didn't see this weird thing, but oh, you gotta check it out. 
It's crazy. Oh, is it right like so Honolulu it's like, blue? It's a stick. It's basically like a pole, and at the end, it's it kind of looks like a little crayon, at the, but it's like a foam thing at the end of a stick, and it's like the poke yeah. at like the player's hips. Yeah. It's oh, it's like, like a like those jousting things they do at, at fairs, yeah. you know, where you sort of like that. Yeah. Exactly. Was there an article about yeah. it? No, if you go to the front of no, superline.com yeah. homepage, you'll see Patricia holding this stick. Uh, the workout yeah. tools they got nowadays, you know, it's so crazy, the technology or whatever. They got those big foam wheels they roll around and tackle. And they, <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. The Q tip thing, I don't know about that. I mean, they got they're some <laughs> wild stuff. It's really fun. To you got to imagine Patricia just wants to drill guys with that this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, probably yeah. the highlight of his of the day for him, quite honestly. <laughs> because I mean, there's there's only so much you can do, especially contact wise in these practices. I love it. Thank it kind of reminds me. Um, driver. Have you guys ever heard that story about Patricia throwing a trash can at Rob Gronkowski? <laughs> no. I did hear that story. No. So uh, if you're not familiar. And uh, Patricia kind of brought this up, I believe, when they were playing the Patriots uh, in week three last year, his first NFL victory. But th- it was a story he told leading up to it. Uh, Bill Belichick, <laughs> they were doing walkthroughs on a Friday or something like that. And Rob Gronkowski was on the scout offense. I, f- I forgot wh- why this was occurring. Anyways, uh, Rob Gronkowski is running a crossing route. And Patricia's next to one of the garbage cans that's standing in place of an offensive lineman. So as Grog Gronkowski is doing the crossing route, Patricia decides to throw a, this one of these plastic garbage cans at Rob Gronkowski, and he Rob Gronkowski like trips pretty badly on the field. And <laughs> Patricia thought for a moment that he like broke his ankle or something along that line, because apparently Patricia oh, man, I love and this Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> Patricia and Rob Gronkowski, uh, like just shoot the shit all the time i guess at least in practice with the patriots so uh it was not like out of character (laughs) he's like the mad sensei like he's like making them do all these ridiculous things and keeping them on their like they're elite athletes like he's he's challenging their situational awareness that's what i get from it yeah i love it that's so badass If he breaks Hawkinson's yeah. ankle, though, I will be pretty mad at him. So, he be <laughs> well, well, he knows. Had a swivel. <laughs> Too dangerous. Yeah, he probably takes yeah. a lawsuit or some dumb stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, just some other notes: Tom Savage and Connor Cook were alternating uh, second team reps. Do Do you guys think that Tom Savage or Connor Cook is, are these one of the two? quarterbacks that we'll see on the roster by the end of the year? Or do you think they'll get someone from another team? I think we'll see one of these guys. There's been serious questions about Connor Cook. I think he'll be one of these guys. Well, I mean, the thing about Connor Cook, and it still amazes me, is that he was a fifth-year senior at Michigan State, and he was not voted captain on his team. Well, that's the really half style they don't know. But maybe he's just uh, the kind of guy who's not very personable. But he knows his stuff. I that personally, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hey, you got a bias. You got a Michigan bias, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did love um, Kirk Cousins though when he played for San Francisco. Oh yeah, and that, now he's so, uh, doing wonders for the Minnesota Vikings, so he can yeah. he, 
let's hope he just stays there as long as he needs to stay there and and eats nice up thirty guy. million dollars of their salary cap while he's at it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys think Ty Johnson makes the team? Uh, I, I do. I think he's going to. I think he's going to surprise some people because just because he has that elite uh, speed. And again, I think he was clocked in the four twos uh, at his pro day for his forty. Now that's always an unofficial time. It's not like All the right. official combine time, but he is, clearly has that elite speed that led the Lions to draft him. The thing that does concern me is that he was outplayed by a freshman running back after he's putting not up a complete uh, bag. over. Yeah, I mean, you we don't but, need him to be a complete back, though. He can just be a weapon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what excites me about him. You can do sweeps. You can send him deep on some receiving routes and stuff like. He can challenge the off their defenses in ways that no one else on our team can, except for maybe Agnew. That's yeah. true. I agree. Um, I don't think there's too much uh, more that's going on at OTAs. Um, but <laughs> there is one more note uh, that was mentioned by some uh, reporters is that Patricia made him run a lot at the end of OTAs. Yes. Yeah, keep it up, baby. Tell yeah, look, like, one, one of the one of the reporters said, it, "Yeah, some things don't change." He made him run at the end of practice, and but like it's a bad thing, and like he was running, you know. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> on. That was like a wimp. I think the running's good. Yeah, I love it. Keep toughing them up. Um, Tough there's them some. Up, there's some news around the division, too. I don't know if you guys heard Aaron Rodgers down the fun finale of Game of Thrones uh, for supporters. I'm getting big, some big news. There's nothing else that's going on there. Did, he got burned alive, right? Burned alive in episode five. If listening hasn't seen it, they should look up the clip. It's pretty awesome. He probably should have put some spoiler alerts out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. That doesn't say anything. <laughs> If you haven't yeah, you, seen episode you, five, but, no, I'm sorry. you're gonna have to put that in the. That'll make some real big enemies if you don't put that. Some people don't get to watch them when, right when they come out. Well, well I didn't really say anything about the plot besides. As Carrie Ann Johnson would say, if you haven't seen it by now, too bad. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk yeah, about it. it. <laughs> no spoiler warning. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. I yeah, why does Rod? What they should give Matt Stafford uh, some time on that show. Make him. Uh, I don't know. Make him. Uh, I don't want him burned alive, but you know, make him. <laughs> make him. Uh, give him a, some should, lordship. Put him on the throne. Why not? He's the king of the north. Knows that. Oh yes, he is. Yeah, they should make him ride the dragon, torch Green Bay, and torch, <laughs> you know, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> this. <laughs> I like that. Even though I like I'm living here, I vote for that. So there was another bit of news that's going to affect the Lions a little bit, and uh, that was Patrick Peterson. He got suspended for six games for violating the PED um, drug policy in the NFL. So he will not be there for the first week of the season. So the Lions are facing a rookie uh, quarterback, and they will also not be facing um, – they will not be Patrick facing Peterson. Patrick Peterson. So, I, I feel like the Lions are already set up pretty nicely in that week one matchup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. One matchup. And, and also, 
if the Cardinals decide that they don't want to deal with Patrick Peterson's six-game suspension, they're ready to move on. They are a rebuilding franchise, after all. If you're the Detroit Lions, they've been linked to them in the past. You take a chance on trading for Patrick Peterson, because I think the suspension makes him more tradable. Depends on what you give up for him, I guess. Yeah, be open how, much would you be, how much would you be willing to give up? Uh, Ooh, uh, I don't know. Peterson? Like Fourth-round draft pick? Maybe a uh, Someone, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fourth round seems I think, right about right for a guy. I'd say a fourth round it. pick. Yeah. He does yeah, have I'm, a big. He does have a big contract. Uh, so obviously that would. I I think yeah, a third we, or, we can afford a big contract. A third. No, I, I'm, yeah, I'm factor, I would say maybe a third round draft pick is what they would ask for him. I, I'd third be fine. Oh, they probably ask for more than that, probably. Even. I don't know if they'll get more than that. I mean, he, with the suspension, he, he can't get. Uh, what he what he's on he's not, on the record. He was on pace for the record to get the all time for the Pro Bowl nominations. I mean, this guy is an elite player. But How old one is suspension he? You know? Doesn't change that. Yeah, he's getting old, isn't he? A little he longer. Yeah, he made the Pro Bowl last year. Patrick Peterson is twenty eight right now. That's because he, he was like, twenty eight. He was on PEDs last year. Yeah, I don't right. know why. I thought he was like. <laughs> yeah, well, that changes. That changes my mind. Yeah, no, I ground for him for sure. I mean, this guy's a stud. He's like, think about how like Adrian Peterson is just still like winding down now. Like he's that kind of elite athlete who's going to maintain his effectiveness for quite some time. Or like Rob Woodson. Remember when Woodson played for the Packers later in life? You can find ways to make a guy like uh, uh, Peterson be, uh, you know, useful for quite some time, barring injury or really stupid mistake that gets him kicked out. <laughs> yeah, and Peterson has two more years remaining on his contract. Um, I believe his cap hit is eleven million, eleven point eight this year and thirteen point one next year. So it's still a significant portion. But we yeah. do know that Matt Patricia and the Patriots type defense. Uh, they love their cornerbacks and love paying them high, if, especially if they are elite. Could you really imagine category. what our defense would look like? Uh, that would be really play. fun. Oh my god. That would be amazing. You could put Justin Coleman back in the slot where he excelled in Seattle. I mean, yeah. it would be it'd be really exciting. With Diggs back there being able to play some, like, you know, ball hawking, freaking hard-hitting strong safety slash free safety, and then you know, Tracy Walker would have a really nice chance to develop with that much talent around him. Oh, gosh, it's making me drool. Okay. <laughs> um, so that that was just something that kind of jumped out to me. I, I I do think the suspension might make it more tradable, and I could definitely see the Cardinals trying to move on. But they keep saying there's been rumors out there for like two years, I feel, about Patrick Peterson getting traded, and it never comes to fruition. So it's probably nothing. <laughs> But Probably. it's still fun to talk about, and we've already we've talked about in the past. Andrew <laughs> Peterson uh, getting traded to Detroit on this podcast. But uh, there's one more topic I want to talk about this week, and it just it's more about how much respect do you think the lot Detroit, the city in general, gets from the uh, the NFL? Not much. Not, not much. Minimal. It gives them so, respect. Uh, so Detroit. 
apparently put up a pretty good bid for the draft, and they lost to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. I feel like they're trying to get diversified. For well, the 2021 that, really. draft. Um, yeah. They don't want to go the back to Detroit. For the 2021 draft was awarded to Cleveland this week. As yeah. Detroit, the last two years, has tried to put a bid in, and they have failed. And I, I, I just think – it, it's tough because I don't think the I don't think the Lions and we obviously talked about the joint versus everybody type stuff on this podcast in the past and yeah. it just uh, it always seems to be that way. It's like, I mean, it's how do you, when it comes to the how media, do you compete with you know, a and, city like Cleveland though? I mean, they're, they're uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I, weird, I get what you're saying, but I don't think this is an example of that. Even though I think it's prevalent. Because I think the, I like what the NFL is doing. They're they're taking it unless it's in Detroit every year, which, which I, I don't know. They're gonna get there eventually. Well, I think they have to because it's really dirty. I don't know. I mean, if we lost it, I'd be like, okay. But like, I don't know. I think Cleveland doesn't get that much love through the. Well, they got a lot of love. Yeah. Uh, in uh, recent memory now, because I think they have like five primetime games here. I think the Lions, what they have won, right? Monday Night Football. So, and then of course the Thanksgiving game, which I will credit the NFL. They could have easily moved the Lions off uh, their annual Thanksgiving game. Uh, that wouldn't have been easy. There would have been a huge outrage doing that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but it, it, you could definitely see it happening. <laughs> Well, they've tried. I no, mean, I mean some owners have tried, but it, it never comes to fruition. It's not going to happen, Z. No way. I'm not saying it's going to. I just uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't. It just. But I'm glad they haven't. I'm glad they haven't. Hey, can um, I throw one more Lions thing in? Um, yeah, go for it. Did you see the the Lions are uh, determined to get Calvin Johnson back in the fold now, which you know is part of the Lions yeah. family. So I hope they can work that out because it would be great to have him around. Um, around That's the what they did with, that. right? Wasn't that a big focus? Yeah, they... Barry Sanders, the same thing. They had the falling out, but then now he's, you know, the yeah. ambassador for the team and all that. They're yeah. obligated to, man. He gave them a lot. Yeah. His whole body, man. A lot of times he got banged up. Yeah, the Lions definitely need him, at least from a PR standpoint, to be more involved. Uh, yeah, it, it, sure. it just it, it sucks when you got especially a guy in recent memory, you know. Like I, I I can vaguely remember Barry Sanders. I wasn't able like you know fully embrace him like in in his prime like I could uh, Calvin Johnson. So it 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 does kind of stink not having him around and seeing him with other teams. <laughs> that makes it yeah. worse. <laughs> and then you know, when we win the Super Bowl this year, we're gonna want him around, you know, for all the celebrations. So oh, hell yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. He'll be passing well, out you know doobies what? from his doobie store. Yeah, that's right. He's, <laughs> he's got a <laughs> got a doobie store now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Calvin's doobie store. <laughs> Calvin's doobie outlet. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's all into that now, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can we get Can we get them as a sponsor for this show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're work. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> We got the best Whoa. doobies in town. Megatron doobies. Mega doobies. <laughs> Mega doobies. <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy. Uh, so Me- mega chronic. <laughs> his uh, his uh, doobies will transform your your mind. <laughs> Get high like Calvin. So I mean, this this kind of wraps up uh, like the Detroit our blue Kool Aid part of the podcast. Um, it is the off season, and there's obviously limited storylines. So I wanted to try to introduce something. This is only if there's not enough topics to talk about. And again, if if you're listening to this podcast and if uh, you don't want to listen further, it's fine. But I, I'm I'm going to kind of introduce a surprise topic each week. And there's, there's something recently. Uh, that's come out uh john wick three and it made me think about this question and i just want to discuss it for about five to ten minutes here to see what your guys thoughts is um what is the best current movie action franchise out there right now and i mean my question is what's better mission impossible or john wick i just want to get your yeah I'd go Mission Impossible if those are the two. Mission Impossible or John Wick? What was the body count in this new one? (laughs) I I know John Wick 2, it was um, 168, I believe, was the count. (laughs) Is that what it was, really? Yeah. I just listened to a podcast and they they said the the body count was 168. So I don't even know what it is in the new one. I've yet to see the new one. (laughs) <laughs> but I would imagine I've read nothing but good things about it. So I don't know. Who, uh, they're two of the totally different going movies. right now. Keanu Reeves. No, no shit. They're different movies. But <laughs> totally um, different movies, though. I wouldn't say totally different. It's like nonstop like, action. One is like about a guy who kills a lot of people. The other ones are about like teamwork at like stop terrorist plots, like. Oh, it's totally. Yeah. I mean, they're action, but they're totally different types of action. Reeves has people coming out, so on top of the world right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> that'll be good. He's he's definitely resurrected his career too, because I don't know. I can remember uh, the last thing he did besides like his '90s action movies, early 2000s. Uh, like the Matrix sequels before he resurrected it with uh, these John Wick movies. Dad, what was that really awful like movie we watched with? He, he was in some movie where he was at a Man wedding, of Tai Chi, which was so bad. I forgot what it was. Knock knock. <laughs> that was on know. HBO. What? <laughs> a mo- yeah, what was... he's in the movie. <laughs> what's he's a what's knock knock? Uh, these these two young chicks come to his house one day while his wife's out. For the weekend, and his kids. I've heard of that movie. And then they, and they, and they just tempt him to like, they, they, you know, he's trying to be a good guy and trying to help him out. It was raining. He was trying to help. You know, they were lost or whatever. And then <laughs> they turned out to be quite the seductresses, and they, you know, they seduced them. And and he's then he, boy, they were they were just evil. They had it out for him. So it was, yeah. it was a really crazy movie. Man. It was really they punished him for falling in action. Oh yeah, it was. The, the, yeah, it was. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. It's, what do you guys think? Best Keanu Reeves movie? Go. Uh, Point Break. Point Break. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think it's Speed. But... 
Well, Matrix is great too. Point Break, baby. Point Break is definitely better. I just like in Speed where he's steering forward on the bus and he just says out like he doesn't say it to anybody. He just kind of says it to the air. The Arizona Wildcats. <laughs> he wait, finally to impersonation of? <laughs> At least in that moment, he just kind of says it to nobody. It's a really funny line. He just always kind of has this way of delivering his lines that makes me laugh. And it's always entertaining. <laughs> That's why he's a movie star. Yes. <laughs> That's very true. Um, the one thing I did want to, he did 95% of the stunts uh, in John Wick 1 and 2. So I imagine it's more of the same in this new one. And uh, So I just find that impressive as well. Because he's 50 years old. So he's rolling his body around out there. So, mad props. Yeah. And that, that's Perfect. another comparison for these two franchises because Tom Cruise does a lot of his stunts as well. True that. Well, there you go. We we can so, all agree that they're better than the Marvel movies, though. Either one of those yes, franchises. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. I agree. Okay. I don't want to go that yeah. far. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Uh, just, you know, a random off-season topic to kind of, uh, well, humor ourselves more than anything, but hopefully – Listeners, if they stayed around for the end of this podcast, uh, enjoy that. And I, I won't be selling movies every week, but – and again, I won't always throw this in there, just if we need uh, something to uh, fill the off-season tone with. We want to thank everybody for listening to Drinking the Boo Kool-Aid. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. We slowly are, are averaging a bigger audience uh, the more we go on here, which is wild because, uh, you know, we, we just had this whole off-season, but it, it's just – it's really cool. So we want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like what you listen to, please uh, leave a review and please share. Uh, and just spread the word because we want everybody drinking the blue Kool-Aid. Yes. There's and, plenty to go around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you, Bob, UJ, Rudd Dog, and Connor. And Connor, you're back. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm back. <laughs> um. <laughs> And, oh, and Big Z's broadcasting from Argentina today. Yes, so that's, yes. Yeah, yeah we're fully. international today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am in Argentina right now. It's kind of wild recording this from here. Uh, but last but not least, as always, go! 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 charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain alliance victory go, go. for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.